Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 12, titled The Oath. Nobody died this episode! Yay! Everyone's safe! Well, okay. Maybe not safe, because after this episode, everything sucks for literally everyone involved. But still, they're alive! Close enough! Yay! Nice change of pace to not have a major character die for... The fourth time in a row. But even without major character deaths, this was still a pretty packed episode. So, on the Philip and Elizabeth front, uh, the majority of this episode is basically a will-they-won't-they regarding the meet with this colonel. Uh, That Elizabeth's source that she recruited from... However many episodes back, I can't remember. Has received for them. Has gotten for them. Has been able to recruit for them. So, we have this whole, should we meet with this guy? Should we not? Is it a trap? Is it not? Is his information good? Is it not? Uh, Sort of this gigantic question mark. uh, And it's handled... Very, very well. It's handled in a very ingenious way. Where you really do feel the tension of how many things can go wrong. And whether or not this is a good idea in the first place. Uh, What certainly doesn't help is the source that gave them the colonel immediately getting arrested for failing to pay child support. Hey, 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 deadbeat dads, deadbeat dads everywhere, pay your goddamn child support. As someone who has been on the titular child end of that transaction, it's kind of freaking important. Pay your child support, or you'll get arrested while being a spy for the Soviet Union. Okay, maybe not exactly that will happen, but you get the point. Pay your goddamn child support. So now it's like a whole thing of, well, if this wasn't a bad idea before, it certainly is now, because they're gonna turn him. And Claudia's like, no, 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 keep going. Uh, There's still the question of whether or not (laughs) she's on board with Philip and Elizabeth. By the way... Uh, Claudia enjoys Pac-Man. I enjoyed seeing character actress Margot Martindale playing Pac-Man. That was fun. Uh, so this is basically a long-winded way to say they're gonna meet with the Colonel next episode. It's gonna be a thing. Maybe it'll go well. Maybe it won't. Who knows? I mean, I knows, because I've seen this show before, but... 
If you haven't seen this show before, who knows? Uh, But really, I think the driving force of this episode is mostly Martha. We spend, I think, the most time this episode with Martha. The most big, well, okay, not the biggest, but like the most meaty plot elements of this episode come with Martha. So Clark, quote-unquote, in an effort to get Martha to place a bug in Gad's office, because Philip wants to know if the FBI is talking about this kernel meat, Clark decides in order to get Martha to trust him enough to place this bug, that he'll propose to her. So now, they're gonna get married. Also, this one bug can be placed in Gad's office. And I love this scene where Martha has to place the bug. And she just sees, oh, Gad's gone. I'm gonna walk into his office. Do, 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 do. Gad comes up behind her. Hey, Martha. Ah! <laughs> like... She was so sure she was alone. And then Gad comes up behind her and she just freaks the hell out. And it's this nice little pleasant moment of, oh, 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 I'm sorry I startled you. <laughs> that, uh, that was not great on my part. Meanwhile, Martha has all this stuff spinning around in her head of like, oh, oh, I have to place this bug. I have to place this bug. Please don't ask me about anything important. Oh, uh, 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 cover, cover, cover. Because she's not good at this spy stuff. She's not a spy. She's just a secretary. And, and Gad is just like completely unassuming of any of this. He's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's a really great casual, but also very tense scene. And... Oh my god. Quite possibly the most heartbreaking moment of this episode is the one scene where Martha starts to actually think about any of this. Creates a pros and cons list and says, hey, this whole marriage deal sucks. Like, I can't tell anyone, not even my parents, what the hell is the point of this. Why should we get married if we can't tell anyone? And like, you have this moment where you're like, yes, yes, you're on the right track. Keep asking questions. Keep asking questions. You're thinking in the right mindset. And then goddamn Philip just keeps talking, keeps turning on the charm and is like, hey, 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 uh, we can tell your parents it's fine. Just please stay engaged to me and please let's still get married like it's it's fine everything will be okay uh you know I was married once we just didn't know how to be married and that's why we like we we really should like care more care more this won't work uh it's so uncomfortable Like, I like seeing Martha happy, but at the same time, it's so uncomfortable to watch this dude just completely just step into her life and 
jangle everything around and just use her in such a significant fashion. Like, it's just, uh, it's painful. It's painful. Like, I love Philip, but dude, this is another level of mind game. Oh, oh, it's hard to sit through. It, it really, really is. And then we get to the wedding. Where, like, Clark and Martha get married, and Martha's parents are there, and Elizabeth's there, dressed as Clark's sister, and Claudia's there, dressed as his mother. And, like, it's simultaneously a beautiful and horrific sequence. Because on the one hand, oh, Martha and Clark are getting married, and it's so cute, and it's a beautiful ceremony, as Elizabeth says multiple times. On the other hand, uh, this is, this is the most despicable of cons. Like, it's just, it's so hard to really pinpoint how you're supposed to feel about this whole Martha Clark wedding. And that's what makes it so fascinating. Like, it's brilliant. It's an amazing, amazing sequence. I love it so much. Oh, and I also love the conversation Philip and Elizabeth have afterwards of like, hey, you know, they're just words, but you think we would have uh, been married better if we had said them? And Philip's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but this is both the most soul-crushing and most beautiful development in the whole Martha subplot so far. Uh, while this is happening, friggin' Viola is coming forward and saying, Hey, uh, so... There's this clock that some assholes came in and made me put a bug in. Or they'd kill my son. And watching her come forward... See, this is what makes anti-hero stories like this and Breaking Bad so great. Because, like, these moments happen where good people do good things. And you're not sure whether to cheer or boo. Because on the one hand, good people doing a good thing, victory for the good guys. But on the other hand, you've grown so invested in... The obvious villains of the story. You've gone. You've grown so inv invested in the obvious bad guy in this narrative that it's just like, I want to see him succeed. I want to see her succeed. I want to see them succeed. Why can't you just shut up and let them listen in on this freaking defense secretary? Why? Like that whole. Split second where you're not sure how to react to this. That's what makes anti-hero stories, like I said, like this and Breaking Bad, so freaking fascinating. It's fantastic. It's really, really fantastic. Uh, but this whole scene where she confesses is so, so brilliant. This actress... God, I, I forget her name. I'm going to look up this actress's name because she does an amazing job here. 
this actress does not get enough credit for her work in the two episodes of The Americans that she appeared in. Uh, Tanya Patano. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> she's amazing. She's fantastic in this scene. And of course, this results in uh, some sketches. Some sketches of Philip and Elizabeth in their disguises. And now they know what they look like. And that's real bad for Philip and Elizabeth. That's real, real bad. But all of this is nothing. Is absolutely nothing. In comparison to what happens with Nina in this episode. So this entire episode, Nina's sort of faced with, like, her promotion to uh, running director at S. Or at least being a high-ranking member of it. And also, Vlad is dead and she's forced to clean out his desk. This one girl comes up to her and is like, you know, he had a crush on you. Uh, He treated me like I was his sister. Uh, because he knew you were out of his league. <laughs> so, and then there's this great, great, great moment where Nina goes back to Stan. And as they're preparing to do the sex, she asks him, Hey, did you kill Vlad? And Stan has the line of, I would never do anything to hurt you. You know that. And you have this moment where Nina just has this expression of disdain on her face. Because you know that she knows That is not a denial. That is not a denial at all. And the fact that Stan didn't just straight up say no, instantly says everything that you and she need to know. So what does Nina do? Immediately turns around, turns herself into Arcady, and says, you can Take me back to Moscow and kill me. Or we can use the fact that I'm now this dude's lover to turn on him. (laughs) And extract information from him instead of the other way around. Which, oh my god. (laughs) This is such a mind-blowing moment. This is such a mind-blowing moment. I love this ending. I adore this ending. It's fantastic and such a game changer. And I cannot wait to talk about where Nina's story goes from here. Uh, Also, there's a little little brief thing with Paige being jealous of some girl that Matt's hanging out with. Uh, Who cares? Teenage stuff, whatever. This is a real good episode. This is a real good penultimate episode of this first season. We only got one more. Only got one more, the season finale, and then we're on to season two. Get your butts ready, because some stuff's gonna go down tomorrow. Uh, If you like this, 
Fan of the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's the simplest just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 13, the season finale. Talk to you then.